This is where Texas politics gets interesting. Here again are two guys named Jason, some great guests, and cold Texas beer for another smart conversation on Yolitics, the unofficial political podcast of Texas. Hey, so Wheeler, I'm glad you could join us for this podcast, man. It seems like we always have to wait on you for a minute, man. You finally got back from the nail salon. Let's see your nails. The That's funny thing like. is, the funny thing is, is that you had to wait on me once again to start this one, didn't you? <laughs> always, you know, man. Uh, but seriously, yeah, but seriously, just, show us your nails. Let's see, that, see your nails. You don't want to see them. They're pretty bad. Um, I, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. That's unusual for you to lose your train of thought, man. What, what do you, you're distracted today in this episode. What's going I, on? I am distracted. It's called um, having too many burners on at the same time and trying to cook <laughs> way too many things. And what you end up doing is undercooking or burning all of it. All right. Well, let, let, let me get things going here. I, I think. Yes, please. We should have done this. Every so often there's a podcast that really lends itself to getting on the road and going this yeah. is the podcast i think we made a mistake on yeah by doing what, what it were we Zoom. thinking i we should have spent some of the vast beer budget that we have at yolitix for a southbound <laughs> ticket and gone down to interview this guy in person i would have loved to have done that it would have been i'm sure you know steaming hot but still yeah. uh it, 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 it when you guys see that if you're watching this when you see this character we're interviewing today i mean this guy is when you think of texas he is texas through and through and if you're not watching this you know maybe consider uh pausing it in its audio only form and trying out something new and and watching the podcast on youtube uh because we do have our own youtube page there all you got to do is google yolitics youtube it'll take you right to it uh and you can actually see it as you hear it uh which a lot of people apparently like they get into that and, and this guy when you see this guy uh that we're about to interview a guy named jesse fuentes um you will see what we're talking about how texas this guy is so i'm sure everyone's seen the news by this point last couple of weeks governor abbott has has deployed a brand new countermeasure to go after uh the uh undocumented undocumented immigrants coming across the rio grande uh you know he had the gunboats i think rick perry put the gunboats out there on the rio grande a few years back now there's the razor wire that's all over the place governor abbott has flooded the uh, border area with state troopers well, the latest little trick they're putting down there is big, giant orange balls, big buoys, thousand-foot stretch of them that they're dragging around to these high-trafficked areas to try to cut down on people going across the river and getting them back on some of the uh, international bridges, the 29 international bridges that we have. If they're going to declare asylum, might as well declare asylum on the bridge instead of coming across on the river. Yeah, you know, and and this all, of course, uh, is going on in the background. This is one of many controversies down at the border right now, uh, just here in the past several days. Don't know how closely everybody's been watching the news as to what's been happening on the border. Uh, Texas, uh, the, the Governor Abbott in particular, has made the border a top priority. Uh, the state has been spending billions of dollars down there uh, to try to stop the, the flow of immigrants coming in. Uh, which is, of course, a federal responsibility, but the state is spending its own uh, trove of cash on that. Uh, and just in the past couple of days, uh, there have been reports coming out now that are being investigated by the state uh, that a trooper uh, sent an email to a supervisor. Uh, and 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 here was the line that, that really stood out uh, in that email. I believe we have stepped over a line into the inhumane. 
uh, some allegations coming from that trooper that again are being looked into now uh, by the state of Texas uh, that, you know, uh, there have been some some problems with that razor wire down there uh, injuring people, uh, badly injuring people uh, who are coming across the river. Uh, and, and then you add in on top of that now uh, these buoys uh, that have been floated out in the middle of the river uh, by the state, at least in that one section. Uh, and uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, of course, who um, a former congressman uh, from here in Texas, uh, also former candidate for Senate uh, on the Democratic side, uh, has come out in the past couple of days saying there is one person who has the power to stop Abbott. He tweeted, stop him from deploying razor wire and medieval drowning devices designed to ens ensnare and mutilate. And then he says, Mr. President, we need you to act. So this was a message uh, straight to President Biden from Beto O'Rourke on Twitter. Yeah, and, and we haven't seen President Biden uh, say anything on this yet. And, and I guarantee you, Governor Abbott would, would love nothing more than some type of public political clash with, with President Biden over this. So it's kind of tricky for uh, both sides to, to handle that. Here's what people don't get uh, about the Rio Grande and about South Texas, just the, the Rio Grande in general. If you watch cable news or if you scroll through Twitter, you're probably scared to death, scared to death and think this is uh, really a, a militarized area. It is still very much a place that people go and picnic People go and fish. People go and hang out on the river like you would any river anywhere in this state. People still enjoy the river despite all this stuff. Uh, and, and that's who our guest is today. So when Governor Abbott decided to deploy these latest uh, buoys out there on the river, he put them in a place called Eagle Pass. You may have heard of Eagle Pass. It's kind of just as Texas goes from the tip of Texas down there in the um, Brownsville areas, it starts to climb up past Laredo. You have cities like Eagle Pass and then Del Rio. Then you get into Big Bend. Eagle Pass is a small little area. It's known for cliffs, gigantic cliffs on the U.S. side of the Rio Grande. It's a gorgeous area. And that's also an area right now where, uh, you know, Customs and Border Patrol says we're seeing a lot of people come across the river right there. That's why Governor Abbott put the thousand foot buoys right there. It's also an area where our next guest, you know, makes his livelihood. Got him, Jesse Fuentes. He's the owner of Epi's Canoe and Kayak Team down there. And when these buoys have gone in, along with the concertina wire over on the on the river uh, coast over there, uh, and 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 all kinds of other measures that the governor's put out, this has really impacted his business. So he's going to court over this. He filed a lawsuit against Governor Abbott. We decided to call him up in Eagle Pass, and here's what he told us. Jesse, thanks for being with us here. Many people really only know the border from what politicians are tweeting about and talking about or what they see on cable news. And they they probably think it's a, some type of a military state. But I, I've been down to Eagle Pass before. For people who haven't been there, can you explain what it's like every day, the, the cliffs down there, kind of what the river is like on a daily basis? Sure thing. Uh, first of all, thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate you, uh, gentlemen, allowing me to speak. Uh, basically, uh, life in Eagle Pass is, uh, is uh, culturally inclined. The river connects both Eagle Pass and Mexico. Uh, historically, uh, there's always been a uh, peaceful existence between Piedras Negras, Coahuila, Mexico, and Eagle Pass, Texas. And uh, so peacefully that, you know, sometimes people just walk across the river to, to visit friends and back and forth. And 
this has uh, been our tradition, our history for as long as Eagle Pass has been here since 1849. And uh, me personally, what I enjoy is this, this is the river that I grew up on, that we went out and fished, that we went out and swam and, and we went out and did a lot of cool things. And, uh, but what really, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, um, it's hard to, what I see happening, it's hard to understand what we're going through. Uh, it's, um, you know, before this, what I see as a militarization of the, uh, of the park area that I used to access with my, uh, my canoes and kayaks, it was, uh, it was peaceful. Uh, there was a peaceful coexistence between my company and, and uh, uh, the U.S. government, the uh, Border Patrol. Uh, we'd meet out there. We'd have right river etiquette, uh, left, right. I mean, everything was perfect. Uh, but then uh, when the state moved in, it just, uh, one thing led to another, to another, to another, to another, and to another. And, it's, and uh, when I saw them bulldoze one of my favorite islands in the middle of the river, I said, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. The river needs to be represented here. What you're doing to our community, to my livelihood, that's enough. Why and, did they bulldoze uh, the island, Jesse? They bulldozed the island, I believe, to use it as a staging point to float those uh, buoys down. And um, I'm, you can check my website, Epi's Canoe Kayak Team. You'll see uh, the last video on there is, is you'll see a pristine, beautiful, clear island where the river flows left of it and right of it. And, you know, Basically, I would use the, the site adjacent to, uh, to our site, to the American side, to bring all my uh, kayak tours through there. It's gone. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. been bulldozed. There's concertina wires. There's, there's Humvees. There's, it's, it's incredible. And that's a federally protected river. There's, it's protected by so many treaties, by so many agencies, by so many acts. I mean, by the International uh, Boundary Water Commission. Uh, I mean, it just, it, it goes back to the, the, the Rio Grande 1968 uh, Scenic and Wilds and Rivers Act. It was one of the six rivers on there. I mean, I'm just, I just can't believe, I mean, before you touch anything in the river, you have to conduct an environmental study. You have to get permissions. You have to speak to the Corps, uh, Army Corps of Engineers. But no, overnight, boom, it was gone. And that's what really, really upset me because uh, I'm an advocate for the river. All this is about the river and our area and our culture and our history and what we've grew up with. I mean, how would you, how would anybody like it if your state government went into your particular community and put up five different barriers and just disallow you from accessing what you grew up with? I don't think anybody would appreciate that. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this because, you know, uh, I know, uh, I know it's bringing attention to something that uh, needs to be said. I, I, I don't like where things are going. Uh, it, it, me personally, uh, as it has affected the community, but the community is, is, uh, our administration is, is, uh, I guess, uh, you know, shell-shocked by what they uh, said happened, but that's, that's their opinion. I respect that. But, you know, in my particular sense, I'm just one little guy going up uh, an excessively overreaching state government. 
uh, it is it is just incredible. Uh, I figure if you're going to do some commentary about the border, you got to come visit it. You got to come ride it. You got to come experience those twists and turns. You got to come talk to the people that live here and that have to put up with what's going on. And believe me, before the state government showed up, there was a very good system in place. You know, there was a very good system. And so Jesse, you, you mentioned though that you're one guy taking on all of this. You are, you're the first one out of the shoot here uh, filing a lawsuit to try to, to, to stop this. You mentioned treaties and laws and the federal government, and yet yes. you're the one guy uh, sort of leading the effort. What, what do you make of that, 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 that no one else jumped to, to the forefront on that? Well, you know what? There's always a situation where, you know, for particular reasons, individuals, administrations, uh, you know, certain organizations are afraid with the climate that exists nowadays where, uh, and believe me, I'm not afraid. I've been getting calls from all over the country. They don't like me <laughs> all over. Uh, and, Wait, who's, uh, who's calling you? What are they saying? Oh, I, if you could hear it, <laughs> but it's very explicit. Uh, you know, uh, they're saying a lot of incredible things. Uninformed individuals. That's what I call them. I'm not calling them anything else. I feel that if you're going to speak about something, you better know what you're saying. <laughs> and for me personally, I grew up on that river. I work on that river. I know every twist and turn for 35 miles in Maverick County. And I can put anyone out there and I can tell you where you're going to have fun, where you're going to get into trouble and how, how beautiful it is. But, you know, for anybody else to speak about the river without being on it or what's happening to it, it's incredible. I mean, Lines of concertina wire, not only uh, next to the bank, but you have these container cars lined up right after that. Then you have concertina wire on top of that. And then mm. <laughs> about a, a three quarters of a mile back, you have a 14 foot high uh, <laughs> wall that, that goes for almost two miles and it has electronic gates. And now there's a barrier in the river. Come on, man. I mean, that first barrier, that federal barrier was built back in between 2007, 2010. Uh, and the city, our city administration at that time, led by Mr. Chad Foster, uh, he fought him. He fought, we lost. But God, ever since then, every, everything has been going crazy. I mean, the pandemic changed a lot of things, right? I mean, I had a beautiful relationship with the city, with the community. Everybody wanted to get in the water. It was a positive thing. Uh, but uh, when uh, the state showed up, it just, uh, if I may say my perspective, it created a, and today, if you go out there and see it for yourself, it, it looks like a turf war, a, a turf war between uh, not immigrants and law enforcement, between federal agencies and state agencies. They're like yeah. battling each other. And I'm going, what? And this guy won't speak to me. And that guy won't speak to me. And the Homeland Security won't speak. And, and state and no, 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 don't cut that wire. Don't cut that wire. That's our property. I'm, I'm telling a border patrolman that's trying to take this individual out and you're going, what's going on here? And you know who's suffering in between? The community. And, the and Jesse, you're, you're yes, talking sir. about the, the state showing up. Obviously you're talking about you know, the Department of Public Safety, the DPS yes, troopers and, and yes, game sir. wardens and all types yes. of law enforcement yes. from across the state that yes, uh, Governor Abbott has sent down there. Uh, but these buoys now are the latest barrier going in the water. There's a thousand feet of them that are, are being uh, dropped right in the middle of the Rio Grande. They are the, the latest barrier. You have, like you said, 
you have the, the border fence, you have the, the razor wire on the actual beach there, the, the edge of the water, and now these, these buoys over in the water. Uh, Governor Abbott clearly thinks these are going to be a wall in the water and are going to stop people, but it, explain what this will do to your business. Well, in the first place, you know, anything that's unnatural doesn't belong in a river. <laughs> and and those, uh, those buoys, uh, if, if you don't, uh, and, and I'll tell you, uh, there was a, uh, a young lady that grew up here, and she's a, a PhD. She's a fluvial geomorphologist. Uh, that is a river expert. She conducted a study as to how uh, walls affect uh, the sedimentary buildup and the flow of water uh, when it comes through, uh, through our Rio Grande in our particular area. And believe me, what's happening right now is setting us up for a catastrophic event because none of those, none of those boxcars are tied down. None of that concertina wire is going to hold because when the river gets mad, it gets mad. But as far as affecting me, I don't have access. I can't access my public boat ramp. I mean, and that's the boat ramp that I've always used. That's where I launch my tours. That's where I launch my classes. That's where I put people in the river. That's where I show them the beauty of our and I, they can't see the beauty of our, of our city because from the water, you can't see anything. It, it's, a, it's a terrible view from the and, water. And what uh, are you asking a judge to do, uh, Jesse? What do you want a judge to, uh, to, to do? I'm, I'm asking the judge to provide a, a temporary, if not a permanent injunction to get those, uh, uh, to stop those buoys. I was, we have to change our strategy now because they're already in the river. And uh, it's, to me, it's... Um, depressing that that that's there because it doesn't serve a point and uh it's going to hinder uh the way the river flows it's going to change it and nobody nobody can tell me wrong because i've seen the changes in that river when it floods when it rolls that water moves fast brings down a lot of debris the watershed is tremendous uh, it is a tremendous watershed not only from our side but from the mexican side mm -hmm. uh, when that river floods all that stuff goes, everything's going to be missiles, basically. And nothing's going to stay in the middle. No matter how deep you put it, <laughs> no matter how strong you think it is, that water is strong. And uh, Yeah, I've actually, yeah. Been to, I've actually been to Eagle Pass to cover flooding uh, on the Rio Grande. Yeah. And uh, it should... is uh, spectacular what that river can do when it receives yeah. enough water into it. Uh, what would you say uh, if the governor said, hey, you know, we're, we're talking about a thousand feet here. I've just got a thousand feet worth of buoys out there. You've got miles and miles to work with, uh, maybe go around it. What would you say to that? I would say, you know, I've been very tolerant for the last two years. And I've seen that you've, uh, we had a beautiful park, public park. And over the last two years, I've been forced to move my business. I've been forced to uh, put up with concertina wire first. And then I was forced to put up with uh, these uh, container car, <laughs> box cars there. And now you're telling me there's another barrier. And then to which he says, and we can add miles and miles to it. I'm going, what yeah. Yeah, yeah. His I'm tweet, going... <laughs> his tweet about this actually ended with the phrase more to come, which I guess is probably not very, uh, I mean, settling for you. you should know. I mean, you, you appear to be very educated gentleman. You should know that. Oh, that... don't, don't, don't read too much. In... <laughs> hey, Jesse, don't, don't read too much into Wheeler there. We're wow. We, we, hey, well. listen, you, we come you, across you well to, on zoom you, then, huh? You forgot to introduce my favorite beer, man. My, uh, <laughs> oh, you brought a beer. 
What do you, you have? It, it, it what? is Lone Star. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> old school, man. Go, uh, yeah, it is old school. I go way back. Anyways, uh, I just, uh, the, the, the government, uh, our suit basically says that the state government does not have any jurisdiction in an area that belongs to federal enforcement. Uh, let let the federal agencies do their job. Right now, everybody's running into each other. There's uh, there's like a head on every person that you can get. It depends who gets to them first. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, unhappy individuals. And I'm telling you this because I've had conversations with with people that are there and that are involved, and they don't like it. They don't like it either. The guard doesn't like being here the the troopers don't like being here but but you know that's where our governor is is sending them and there's their soldiers camped under the international bridge i mean you you can't get anywhere they're they're on humvees they're on they're in they're in the air it's 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 a military zone it it just and i all i want to do is get on the river all i want to do is get people to enjoy the natural beauty of this majestic waterway and uh I'm having a very hard time with that. And when they tore down that island, that really peeled me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, uh, I, I'm there. And, and uh, if, if, uh, if I can bring attention to the situation, to speaking to you gentlemen, if you have any questions, any concerns, uh, I mean, I've got a lot of ideas, but who am I? I'm just a river rider. <laughs> no, you know? a, a river rider. That's pretty good. But, but, you know, Jesse, people don't realize how, how pretty it is from, from big Ben all the way down to, to, uh, right. to Brownsville. Uh, people listening to this though might say, Hey, you know, that's great, Jesse, but, um, we got to have security. We got to know who's coming across our border if they're not coming across at ports of entry. I always like talking to someone on the border and have a, a resident, a lifelong resident like yourself, explain the reality of what's going on down there. The DPS director, Steve McCraw, he he said that the buoys are going to deter migrants from swimming across. And he told the Houston Chronicle that uh, when the migrants see these giant orange buoys in the water, they won't even attempt to get into the river. When they erected fencing, I remember the same thing. And what happened? They, they started putting ladders up or going to places, the edges where there weren't where wasn't any fencing. What's the reality with the buoys? Do you expect people to go around it, to go under it? Uh, is it going to be a pit stop for swimmers? Uh, what do you expect? I'll be honest with you. I, I, honest, I honestly think it's just a ploy. You know, it's a ploy because, I mean, you can put anything you want in the middle of the river, anything. That river is our whole border there. I mean, like I said, I've been on it on 35 miles, you know, uh, where they placed that, you know, why they placed it there, you know, how they studied it. Uh, it's very easily to be avoided. You know, it, it doesn't need to be there. It, uh, it's not going to serve a purpose. Uh, I just think it's uh, like anything else. Uh, and I will be honest with you, of course, immigration is a boom. You know, our hotels are full with soldiers, with troopers from Florida, from everywhere. I mean, our, I'm pretty sure our city administration loves that. But you know what? What's really happening is that it's the beginning of something bigger. And I, I keep up. I mean, I see what the governor's doing, trying to create his own, uh, you know, border patrol, trying to create a border SAR position. I'm going, it's not going to get any 
easier for us well, to access that river. Well, let me ask you though, to make sure I'm clear. Do you, do you think the buoys are going to to move people to other other sectors? Because the Del Rio sector where Eagle Pass is, Del Rio sector for Customs and Border Patrol is the second busiest now, uh, just right behind El Paso. You guys have passed the uh, the Rio Grande sector a little farther down river there. Do you expect these buoys yeah. are going to stop people from coming across and, and drop those numbers? No, <laughs> not one bit. All they're going to do is they're going to be a hindrance to the flow of the river and debris is going to get caught on them anything like i said anything that's in the that's not natural put is put in the river it, it's going to be a hindrance uh, if you try to attach anything in the center of that river it's it's going to be a problem i'm and curious jesse because you're down there every day uh you, you know you're on that water surface all the time um you know we hear a lot about you know the the numbers of illegals coming in and and a lot of those are over bridges uh or you know uh in in different ways maybe not necessarily swimming through a river uh you know critics uh, you know have said that you know this is a, just basically a, a show uh you know putting on uh you know for for the base out there to put these buoys out there because you can't miss it uh, what do you see though every day? I mean, you already had all of these layers of security as it was, uh, and as you mentioned, uh, tons and tons of officers from the state and federal government down there. What do you see as far as crossings through the river go as a guy who's on that river every day? I can tell you that um, one time I took a, uh, a documentary film producer for a 24-mile run, and uh, 24 miles on that river, the American side, not a single soul, not a single soul. 24 miles on the Mexican side, you see people fishing. You see people swimming in the river. You even see people netting fish. You see people having barbecues. You see people and they're willing to talk to you. Our documentarian had conversations with them. Uh, you know, it's it's a stigma from this side that the river is a villain, you know, that you're not allowed to get close to it. And uh, that the people that are coming at us from that side are all villains. You could stand out there for hours and you might see one or two or three immigrants. You're not going to see hordes. You're not going to see militias. You're not going to see mules packed with backpacks of drugs or anything like that you're not going to see that it's a story that's being blown out of proportion my grandpa used to take supplies into mexico on his burro <laughs> there used to be a ferry boat that was back and forth people i mean if you don't live here you don't know here <laughs> you know but all the people that have been leaving me messages boy they you know what they're telling me that uh oh god it, it, I, I can't get into it it's just so crazy but but even with the big numbers, though, that we've been seeing of, of people, you know, detained at the border, you're not seeing that necessarily on the river itself every day. No, sir. No, sir. I mean, and, and you and you know, it, 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 immigration is fluid and it's not just an issue in Texas. It's global. People are relocating because of climate, because of drought, because of wars, uh, because of damage to their terrain. Uh, it, it's happening everywhere. Uh, I've lived on the border for a long time and I've seen peaks and I've seen lows and you can talk to a border patrolman and ask him, what does he do all day? He sits and watches, <laughs> you know, or he goes up a trail or, I mean, it's one of the loneliest job ever because you just got to watch. And uh, 
before the state came in and did all this, they, there was an incredible technology system here. And I know where they're all at, all their cameras, all their sensors, everything. I mean, nothing gets by unless you let them get by. Uh, it, 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 it is a, and, and every, all this thing about open borders, <laughs> this is the, one of the most secure borders in all of America because of the technology, the, the stuff in the air, the people and the privacy of property and it just, you know, all this has been blown out of proportion and who's suffering? Um, I think that one location, Shelby Park, my business, the community, uh, you know, maybe like I said, there's positive things to it. I have a lot of ideas. I've met with previous administration as to what we can do to make this situation a little bit more tenable. Uh, we could light it up. There's a, there's a road right next to the river for about 30 miles. We can pave it. We can light it. We can put fishing stations there. We can make it a nice place instead of a war zone. You know, we don't. It, yes, go ahead. No, yeah. it, it. I mean, just to reiterate what you said for our listeners who haven't been to any stretch of the border, it, the U.S.-Mexico border is one of the most secure borders on the planet. Not it just is. in the United States, on, on the planet. I mean, ha having been to the South Korea, North Korea border, I'm like, you know what? You, you guys could learn something from uh, Customs and Border Patrol <laughs> like and from that. DPS. Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, it, it's one of the most. And and to reiterate what you said about Customs and Border Patrol and probably DPS and National Guard now and there, it, it is a very lonely job. I've been out with those guys. Wheeler's been out with those guys probably multiple times uh, over the last 20 years. And you sit you sit and wait. I'm like, what are we going to do next? Oh, we sit here with the lights off. It's jet black all, all around us. Yeah. You just absolutely sit and wait. Here's my last thing for you. Um, I, I always okay. love talking to folks on the border, uh, Jesse. My last question is, what, what do you want people to know about border life and how it's changed with, with the state getting so involved down there uh, and, and adding the razor wire, adding the troopers, adding the game wardens, adding the gunboats, adding the buoys? What do you want folks to know about the border? That the perception that they have of the border that's being put out by the state is not necessarily true. And I'd invite you. I'll put you in. Come on over. I'll take you down the river. Uh, it might be a long trip because they won't access. They don't let me access our only city uh, public land. But I tell you what, big misconception about what 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 it is to live on the border. I've raised my family here. My dad raised me, his dad raised, I mean, uh, it, it's a culture, just as normal things are like the celebration of, of cultures all around our, our country, you know, uh, from, from the Ozarks to the Catskills to all over the place. Everybody has their own particular culture. There's, there's a German part to Texas. There's a, there's a uh, Asian part to Texas. There's, there's a, uh, from every nationality. We just happen to be on the border and man, it's bad to get picked on the way you're getting picked on. Because, you know, like I told you, I'm a Texan too, <laughs> you know? And he it's, holds it's up the Lone Star to prove it. Uh, the Lone Star it. beer. Uh, yeah. Jess, uh, before we let you go, I just wanted to ask you, you. you know, the state has indicated that they are are doing this uh, because of safety. Uh, last year, you know, it's not just the river. There's, you know, desert out there and all that as well. Last year, they say, was the deadliest, uh, you know, uh, for uh, immigrants crossing uh, that we've seen uh, in recent years. Will this help ultimately with safety, though, do you think? What do you what do you what do you envision? As far as the buoys are concerned, I, th I think it's a, a it's an impediment. 
uh, yeah, right. It's, it's a hindrance in the middle of the river. And, and I don't know how desperate people are, but I tell you what, they travel thousands of miles on foot and, and, and they, uh, they want a better life. And uh, when they see that water, they don't know the river. They don't know how it flows. And, uh, you know, but some type of desperation that these migrants have, they're going to they're gonna attempt it. And uh, I don't think that buoy will discourage anybody. <laughs> That buoy system won't discourage anybody from coming over because it's 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 historic. People are going to migrate. You know, it's 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 going to happen. We just know how to, as a country, need to come together and and figure out what we're going to do to uh, to make sure that uh, we solve this issue. We there's a lot of hesitation everywhere, you know, and and uh, there's a lot of impediments within our own uh, government that uh, that want to use this as as a uh, staging point for launching. Uh, uh, you know, political <laughs> faction stories and support, but uh, we live here. This is our community. We need to respect it and respect our river and, and tell the true story. You know, like you guys are doing right now with me. I'm here. I can tell you. I mean, yeah, it, I feel under siege. You can't go anywhere without Florida cars or, or Texas cars or, or National Guards everywhere. Do we need that? I don't think so. I think the federal government was doing a good enough job, but that's just my opinion. But I see that what's happened is affecting me personally and my business. So if I could figure a way to, to bring that to the governor's attention, then, and this is how we can do it, then, you know, I'm for it. And hopefully uh, we'll get some good results. And, and maybe if people uh, listen to our conversation, uh, they'll understand that um, there's a lot more to it. And, and you got to really come down here and experience it for yourself and see it for yourself. And uh, you can you can make all the commentary you want and think whatever you want or take whatever information you hear, but make an informed decision. Come on down and listen to us and, and talk to us and, and visit with us. And like I said, if you need to, I'll, I'll put you in so you can see it for yourself. The beauty. It's there. Well, so we, Wheeler and I need to do that, uh, Jesse. I, we, you, we've both been to Eagle Pass. We both know how gorgeous it is. There have been across. I'm sure Wheeler's been across Piedras Negras as well. But yeah. uh, it, it's a gorgeous area. I, I want to return, and when I do, uh, get some uh, Lone Star beer and a cooler. Let's go out in the, uh, on the river here. I like that. I like that. I yeah, like I've been wondering that. this whole time, like, why are we doing this on Zoom? We should have been in one of your boats doing this. Yeah, we, we, I've got a great expedition canoe that, that, that'll handle us and, and your equipment, <laughs> your gear. I mean, everything. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, we didn't think this one through, Jesse. <laughs> Hey, hey, Please. we appreciate we appreciate it, man. Uh, stay in touch Thank with us. You. Let us know how things go too, and, and all the best to you down there. Hope you can uh, uh, get that city's only boat ramp reopened for you, and 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 start taking people back out in the river soon. Thank you. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Nice, nice to hear from you. All Thank right. you, Jesse. Click subscribe and get Yolitics every week. Yolitics, the unofficial political podcast of Texas.